Hot Mornings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. Keep up the good work. 7 to 10 a.m. I appreciate that you share your opinion. Hot Radio May. I super appreciate that they're in line with Barb. Main's hit music channel. Ryan DeLon, no Tara Fox, but we got Spose in here on a Friday. I'm the real Tara Fox. For a moment, you were leaving her seat open in her memory while she was on vacation, then you decided to move over. Right. I got in here, and out of habit and maybe respect, I was like, well, Tara sits there, here, where I'm sitting. And then very, you know, maybe thought about it for a couple minutes, I was like, I'm going to take Tara's seat, and so here I am. All right. It's Feel Good Friday, your favorite feature on Hot Radio Maine. I usually don't like like this segment. Jessica Kirsten is going to be at the State Theater on February 4th. Comedy show, State Theater. I know it's after the holidays and the wallet might be a little tight and you don't have the funds to spend on some entertainment. So we're giving you free entertainment. A comedy show at the State Theater. They've been crushing it with comedy shows over there. Jessica Kirsten's coming. She's been on a ton of podcasts. She she writes for a ton of television shows. Uh, she's had a crazy career and you can see her live. You just got to tell us what you're feeling good about. 207-807-1104. Feel Good Friday. I, I will, in in the spirit of being in Tara's seat, let me start with something I'm not feeling good about, which is that every Dunkin' Donuts... Shout out J-Spin, by the way. My man J-Spin just texted me. Shout out J-Spin, Wells Main Zone. On the way here, every friggin' Dunkin' Donuts was like seven, eight cars deep at the drive-thru. And I was hell-bent on getting here at, you know, at a certain time. And so I didn't. However, it is... 2024 and I've just recently become like adept at DoorDash. Okay. So I just paid 15 bucks for iced coffee <laughs> and IHOP because I was like, you know what? If I'm doing this, I might as well get have the driver do a second stop for you. Yeah. Also go. I gave him money. Like I tipped him, but like give me. Um. <laughs> I also want bacon and eggs. Um. But that's not. That's just my pre. That's my precursor to what I'm feeling good about this week. I've been feeling pretty good about um, the Australian Open. I was just telling you I won like $600 betting on tennis the other day because now I can nice. bet on the, Draft on Kings. the phone, on DraftKings. Like it used to be way harder to bet and now it's way too easy. And they even have like pre-made bets. It's yeah. like, what about this bet? And you once know? you make one bet, then they email you and they entice you over right. and over again. Like, hey, how about this pre-made bet? How about this parlay? Right. And Here's a special. Ugh. And there's nothing more enticing than when after you win $600, you're like, well, obviously I could win again. And so, no, don't. Stop. Leave the casino, bro. So you were feeling good about that $600 win. Feeling good about a $600 win. But also just in general, as a big tennis um, person, um, January is the Australian Open every year. It's one of my favorite times, favorite sports uh, times of the year. And my man, Nick Kyrgios, uh, my favorite tennis player, is um, doing commentary because he's injured and it's just fire. It's like, you know, it's almost like the, when the when the Manning brothers do like commentary, yeah, yeah. you're like, the oh, Manning this cast. is the, yeah, this is like super great insight from like, a current player. Right, right. All right. Feel good Friday. Something to feel good about. Uh, 207-807-1104. 207-807-1104. Shoot us a text. Give us a call. Feel good Friday. Let us know what you're feeling good about. Anything. And you'll be in the running for Jessica Kirsten Tickets comedy show at the State Theater going down February 4th. I would say that um, Maura uh, has been, my significant other's been away for three days or so watching uh, her uh, niece and nephew down in Massachusetts. And my life has been kind of chaotic in the past few days because I don't have any structure without her. Mm. So she gets back today and I'm looking forward to getting back on track with like eating healthier and, and working out. Like last night I, I did the DoorDash thing and I got pizza YOLO and I got a plain pizza and took that to the head myself, you know, <laughs> like it's just kind of been, it's kind of been off 
the tracks the last few days. So the uh, yeah, so you're looking forward to being an adult again. Exactly. Basically, when yeah. there's a, a woman around to keep you on track. Yeah, I haven't I haven't been the best. I haven't really followed through on some of the New Year's resolutions the the past few days. So I'm looking forward to getting back on track with like an adult life. Is you saying you haven't pelotoned? No, no. In the in the time <laughs> yeah, I, haven't, I haven't worked out. I definitely haven't ate uh, healthy. So. I, Wow. I also made a triumph. I, well, I, there's no also because you weren't also doing this, but I made a triumphant return to the gym yesterday. I had not been. It's the longest I haven't been at wow. the gym in. It wasn't my New Year's resolution. So really, it wasn't like a like to go to the gym more. But I just my kids have been so sick. It's like every week somebody's got friggin something. And so I just and then Thursday, Friday, I, I'm just like, ah, I'm not going to go. And so yesterday I was back. I've been pretty good. So I've been on track since the start of the new year. And then when soon as she left, it was just like fell off the rails like well you know no one, i got no, no one's watching me do anything or whatever so let me get a little crazy here although the kids the kids being sick is a real thing i feel like everybody's getting sick now especially uh the kids and i'm fully prepared for when she gets back every time she returns from like watching her niece and nephew she's sick because one of those kids kids i mean i got a bunch of them but they are germ carrying characters i mean every- i learn about wild diseases too from these kids you learn about wild diseases like like foot and mouth disease, like all these things that you don't get them all. Yeah, <laughs> butt worms. Do you know what butt worms are? What? Well, no. What, what, I don't think I want to. What were you gonna say about kids being sick? <laughs> Nothing about butt worms. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say, since the kids have gone back to my kids, I really shout out to all parents of multiple kids out there. If you have one kid, I don't really sympathize with you that hard. But if you have multiple kids spreading the germs all around, like I do, I have four of them. It's just, it never ends. It's like I've had, this is now the third, two kids with strep throat. I had strep throat. One of them had a sinus infection. They were home three three or four days every week since school started again. So I wish they would stay healthy. But at least they didn't have butt worms. At least they didn't have friggin' butt worms. <laughs> 207. Unlike Tara Fox. <laughs> we'll just start just making kidding. up rumors. Yeah. While she's well, she's, that's why she's out. Yeah, she had butt worms. She can't be here today. 207-807-1104. Feel good Friday. Let us know what you're feeling good about. Chris in South Berwick, feel good Friday. What are you feeling good about? So last uh, last Friday, I had uh, I had sixty Travis Scott after uh, their second show, and I ended up getting COVID. Got really sick. Was in the hospital. So my my younger cousin ended up bringing uh, my kid to see him. And not only did he get to go to the concert, but Travis Scott called him up on stage, and he got to ride that big floating head over the crowd. Get out of here! Oh, I no was away. I was at the show, so I saw those kids uh, riding yeah, the. Uh, Riding that big floating head. That was crazy. Yeah, he was the one with the ski mask on with no shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had you had to say with the ski mask because every kid in there, every like 14-year-old had no shirt on. It was wild to see. It was weird. It's crazy. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. It was like that the first show, too. Amazing show, though, right? Yeah, it was a great show. It was a great show. How are you feeling now? I'm feeling great, man. I'm back to work and good to go, bud. And your son's a legend now. Yeah, he is. <laughs> did he get did he get some good video on top of the uh the floating head? Yeah, we got the whole video and then he got to give Travis Scott some daps. Nice. Wow, dude. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, and he, he was wearing uh, Travis Scott sneakers, too, and he took one off, and he got him to sign one real quick. Damn. That's crazy. You'll have to send us, uh, you'll have to text us the video. I want to see it. That's awesome. Oh, I definitely will. Just we hang up. You want to uh, You want to go to this comedy show on February 4th? I'd love to. All right, let's hook it up. We're going to give you a pair of tickets. Jessica Kirsten State Theater, uh, you're in there. Congrats. Thanks, bro. 
Hot Radio Maine. Let me explain something to you one time, man. Hot Mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Five things you need to know. And Spoh's. Uh, Tara Ma- Fox. <laughs> yeah, you're Tara for the day. <laughs> Matthew Brackley of Walderboro, who lost his 2022 bid for the Maine Senate, pled guilty Thursday to one count of assaulting, resisting, or impeding police as he stormed the Capitol building during the January 6th riot. Brackley could receive a maximum of eight years in prison and a fine of up to $250,000 at his sentencing on May 14th. He's one of nine men that have been charged in connection with the January 6th riot from maine from maine what year did that happen now two two and a three years ago so long ago yeah, we're th- coming up on the next capital riot here we need to get, <laughs> we need just figure this out they're still going through it i mean there's a lot of video they got him on video that's how all of this happened. is he the dude with blood all over his face i don't want to mess with that guy no that's not that's okay, not that him. guy i got nothing bad to say about <laughs> yeah that was the first one in like a butcher's uniform that yeah. guy that guy um might have won if he had really got in there that was a popular halloween costume in maine that no, really? No, it wasn't. <laughs> if that guy's listening, I like you. Something tells me he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't fit into our demo. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to judge him. Maybe, maybe he does. Maybe he does. Maybe, maybe he loves um, Miguel songs. So they got this guy based on uh, like Bluetooth and the fact that they like have the whole pinging thing. His cell phone was in there. So they were able to track his exact location to inside. And then of course the video, and then they used the video and matched it up with his driver's license photo, which he had on file, obviously. And then that's how. Sounds kind of fun. This guy to be that type of detective. Yeah. Like, all right, you're just like connecting all the dots, digging through his Facebook. You're like, oh, we got this guy. It seems like a cushy gig because you're just sitting in the office, like going through video, right? You're right. Not- Meanwhile, the officers are getting choked out by like 3,000 MAGAs right. who uh, are not skinny. 55, 55 cats were seized from a home in Auburn on Thursday. Damn. Officials labeled the home on 7th Street uninhabitable, and the two homeowners were charged with cruelty to animals. Staff with the Greater Androscoggin Humane Society said about half the cats are staying at their facility. So if you're looking to adopt or foster, feel free to hit them up for more information. Information. I think you missed it yesterday. We were talking about uh, the rats that are going on in uh, Portland. Okay. In the park in Portland where the encampment was and they cleared it out. But now there's a rat issue. And then there's people that are saying that these rats are actually domesticated rats and they're not wild rats, that they were like pets of the people that were living in the encampment and that they should be treated differently and not poisoned. And there's this whole big debate that's going on about the rats. Unconventional, but I think you just take the 55 cats and you put them in the encampment. And With then the they, rats. And they take care of they the take care of the rats yeah cat cats versus rats yes i would watch that um i'm down with saving some animals but i don't know if rats are in my top 100 that's where you draw the animals line. i'm really you know manatees love them want them saved manatees rats send the send in the cats 50 <laughs> bro 55 cats in this house and they said it's uninhabitable yeah. however if you had 10 cats in your house that's uninhabitable to me that's pretty i'm gross. not inhabiting that the neighbors were like so thankful because they have been complaining for months about this issue like obviously the cats are running around in and out of the house in the neighborhood oh my god it's like a wild cat yeah, it's pretty crazy. So they're thankful now that it's gotten attention from the authorities. I wonder, I mean, you can't even like feed that. Keeping up with like one cat's litter box is obnoxious. Oh, I didn't even think about the litter. That's gross. So they must just be 
pooping everywhere. Pooping outside. They're outside chasing rats, pooping. Yeah. Health officials are keeping an eye on measles outbreak in four states, Delaware, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and Washington. The highly contagious virus was declared eliminated from the United States back in 2020, but now it's popping back up as people return to the country from infected areas. Vaccine against measles, 97% effective, but there's people out there that are not taking it, which is causing it to pop back up. Uh, Symptoms include cough, runny nose, high fever, and red and watery eyes, and a rash. Build a wall, lock them in. Anyone who gets measles? Yeah, what did you, What are these states you said? Pennsylvania, New yeah. Jersey, Washington, Delaware. Those states should have a wall around them anyways. I don't want anybody from those states near us. Sophia Lockley, 23 years old of Yarmouth, earned her first World Cup victory this month in the Tour de Ski 10K freestyle race in Italy. Lockley, who represented the U.S. in the 2022 Winter Olympics, became the youngest American in first Mainer to win a World Cup cross-country ski race with that W. So congratulations Dang, to good her, for her at 23. Applebee's is offering an exclusive date night pass that will give the owner a $30 weekly stipend for food and non-alcoholic beverages. The pass is going to cost 200 bucks. It's good for an entire year. They estimate the, the value is around $1,500. And Applebee's is going to sell a limited number of them on its website starting at noon on Monday. So if you're looking to save some money and you go to Applebee's a lot, you get this $200 pass and you can take a date there each week and you'll have a $30 stipend. Not to give out free free genius ideas, but I feel like this is what every business will eventually do. For example, like you pay a subscription to Netflix or like Spotify. Like this is basically an Applebee's membership. You're getting an Applebee's subscription. Essentially, you're paying two hundred dollars a year or whatever. You know, even though it's a limited amount. In my mind, this would be open to everybody. You pay ten bucks a week or whatever, and you get unlimited McDonald's or something. You know, it's but McDonald's or like these companies in that regard. It's like they get paid even if you don't go. Right. So, so it ends up being like a. That's what they're hoping. Nobody's going to Applebee's every week. Well, somebody is. Somebody it's who's not me. Who's hopping online Monday at noon to purchase this pass is definitely yeah, like. Okay, I take that back. Somebody's going to Applebee's every day. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen them. <laughs> that's five things you need to know. Made hot by the law offices of Joe Bornstein. Injured in an accident. Call Joe today for a free case evaluation. 207 Call Joe or online at joebornstein.com. I got to respect the fact, though, that they didn't call it a uh, membership and they call it a date night pass. Like they're trying to say, we know that dating is expensive. So here's our option for the singles out there trying. I don't know much about country music, but I do think it's a reference to the country music song about Applebee's at date night. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which I don't ever want to hear again but I, i've heard it <laughs> I, I know what song you're it's hot about. hot radio man oh lord hot mornings with ryan delon and tara fox dirty on the 30 kid cuddy opened up about his decision to forgive kanye west in a recent interview at the end of the day he considers kanye his brother and it's always siblings that hurt each other the most but he'll always have his family back he said did you watch this clip i didn't see the clip i just read about the highlights here this was with uh zane low yeah it was with zane low i mean i had two main takeaways from this little clip as the last kanye west fan on earth um he was kid cuddy did not look at zane low the whole time he was talking interesting and i was like this is weird well maybe he did in other questions but this is the only clip i saw and he looks he's like staring off over here almost i guess maybe he's deep in thought or whatever reminiscing about kanye or whatever he's trying to be careful to not get his career canceled when referring to he does reference that in the clip he's like um you know this is a man who's said things that would get other people 
people, you know, removed from society. And here he is somehow still, you know, or whatever. I was like, oh, that's wild that he acknowledges that Kanye gets away with saying things no one else can say. He also said that he wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for Kanye. Champion for him early in a career. Did him huge favors, including he paid for the day and night music video. Right. That was the other thing I was going to say. With no record label. So he took care of the cost. Was like, this song needs a video and paid for it. Unrelated. Like, was not part of, he wasn't signed to Kanye or anything. And, and I think if all said and done, like, say Kanye dies tomorrow, I bet there's hundreds of people who have similar stories where Kanye did something for them, did something for them that is like actually because he even says he's like deep down I know this guy's like a good guy he said he apologized to me and it was sincere I was just like wow Kanye does not apologize to anybody he doesn't say sorry to anyone and he felt like I feel like Kanye does say sorry a lot though I, he I is he wrong well maybe yeah maybe sincerely um, apologize one of the Kanye like fan accounts I follow posted that he's releasing a 40 minute long apology video ahead of his album with this 40 minute apology video if it does come out he's gonna have to apologize for some things that he says in the 40 minute Kanye talks for 40 minutes someone's getting pissed someone's someone's catching some strays so anyone's gonna feel not everybody's gonna feel like ah kumbaya after a 40 minute uh, I'm not saying he doesn't maybe have things to apologize for but like I don't need an apology video yay just drop the album Give me the album. You know what I want an apology for? The Yay album. You know, the like the which actually isn't that bad. Like I just maybe like Don maybe just apologize for Donda being so long. All right. Just give me a shorter Donda. Give me a ten track Donda. Well, we'll see how this what is it called? Vultures? Is that the name of the album? Yes. We'll see how that turns out. It didn't sound great at the listening party with Everybody loves the uh the Backstreet Boys sample, but that original song was a hit, and then you hear him come in and rap and I'm like, I don't know about that yeah, verse. No, the best thing I've heard <laughs> the best thing I've heard on that on every leak of that album, the Vultures album album is um freddie gibbs freddie gibbs rapping man he's the best rapper i was saying i think i said on here i was like i wish freddie gibbs would write the kanye verses this story made me laugh portland trailblazers center deandre ayton couldn't return uh, from a 13 game injury absence on wednesday night he was physically able to play but his neighborhood was hit hard by the frozen weather ayton's neighborhood had a sheet of ice leading out of it it trapped him in his home the team sent people to pick him up but couldn't get to him so what scrolling through my feed and bleacher report popped up and they were like deandre ayton missing tonight's game due to ice i said what and i read it and they said he's iced in he can't get out of his home he's stuck in his home because of ice I'm like this is the wildest excuse i've ever heard for somebody missing an nba basketball game maybe yeah maybe it's just because we're from maine but like well, portland I, is portland. i mean portland oregon right it's yeah. like um I mean, maybe he spent too many years in Arizona or whatever playing for the Suns, but this is no excuse. Although it reminds me of I, maybe it's just geographically where he is, is like at the bottom of a hill or something and well, there's so no physical way out. People are saying that he's at the top of the hill and he couldn't get out of the house safely. <laughs> Did he try? They, like, they literally, the organization, the Trailblazers sent two people to go try to help him to get out <laughs> and they couldn't get him out either. So he's just stuck there. I'm just envisioning like Frozone from the Incredible. <laughs> or something i saw this video on tiktok because i for some reason watch any sort of disaster or accident type of video and it was just this hill it was like lake tahoe or something and it was frozen it was there must have been an icy road and all these cars are parked at the bottom like they're skiing and all these cars are parked but there's like a 
group of them all together because every every like two minutes a car comes around the corner and can't stop and just smashes into the whole group of cars almost like that uh movie that's the, the movie. first thing i thought of yeah, was yeah. uh it was, what was the 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 end of world movie yeah the uh where the Netflix. teslas drive yes, themselves and they smashing crash. into each other uh <laughs> that's what this was it was just and people are like no get out like someone would crash and they'd be like get out of the car right now another one's coming another one coming <laughs> yeah crazy wow. so deandre ayton yeah so he he didn't play the game they still one, luckily, I guess, for the, uh, for the Blazers, but Sheesh. has to be the wildest uh, excuse for not making an NBA basketball game. I will say that when I was looking at uh, all these posts on social media talking about how he wasn't going to make the game, uh, there were a lot of people who live in Portland that were coming to his defense saying, like, you have no idea how bad it is out here right now. This makes total sense. He probably lives in a community where he's up on a hill and like, there's no way we can get out of our I house. I need video. I need what, video. That's what I'm saying. Last thing for Dirty on the 30, uh, we got Post Malone, Reba McIntyre, and Andre Day, who are going to perform during the pregame for the Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas. Um, so that's been announced. Pregame? So Reba is going to sing the national anthem. Okay. Post Malone is going to sing America the Beautiful. And then Andre Whoa. Day is going to do Lift Every Voice and Sing. Do we really need three friggin' America songs? Jeez. Uh, Usher is going to handle the halftime show, as you know. And then over on TikTok, Gwen Stefani is going to headline the 2024 Super Bowl pregame party. TikTok tailgate. They're really overdoing it. <laughs> I need one. One America song is enough. The America, the Star Spangled Banner sucks anyways. Not that great of a song. It's like. Um, so you would rather have America the Beautiful. I'm not really I don't know man if Post Malone singing it yeah you know what I want to hear as like an, like give me Post Malone doing like Nirvana or something that's the America song I want to hear I think they should have Dipset do Dipset Anthem there we go now we're talking <laughs> yes that is what I want I want Cameron and Jewels to come out and I want Dipset Anthem and then if you want to have a second song Cardi B Bodak Yellow and then keep it moving boom <laughs> Now we're talking. That's the Super Bowl I want. You tell me the NFL players wouldn't way rather have that. Like you sit that you're supposed to stand there and cry while they fly a F-15 overhead and somebody sings Star Spangled Banner. Give me dip set anthem and then drop the Bodak Yellow beat and then let's have a Super Bowl. Doja Cat is allegedly being physically and verbally abused by her brother. In court documents filed in L.A., Doja's mom filed a request for a temporary restraining order against her 30-year-old son and cites the singer as someone who needs protection, too. According to the documents, Doja Cat's brother has allegedly made her feel unsafe and traumatized, knocking her teeth out and giving her a series of cuts and bruises. Doja's mom, Deborah, also claims that her son, Raman, has been physically abusive toward her several times in the past year, choking her and threatening to kill her. The most recent violent incident with her son happened in early January. Reps for Doja Cat have not commented on this, but this is all coming from Doja's mom. Damn. Some pretty serious allegations. And I guess she had a restraining order against him previously that's up and now she's looking for another one jeez i didn't know any of this about i know some pretty heavy stuff ramen. i mean i didn't even know that she i didn't had know a she had a brother until you know as you were saying this i was like i never i don't know anything about doja cat and like, like where's she from do you know where mom? she's from no. i have no idea like i could tell you where every other big artist is from i, I think would, why do i want to say like philadelphia but i don't feel like that's accurate doja cat wiki i d- her headlining um Coachella was cool. I feel like they keep, um, this is like a separate thought, but I feel like um, female artists constantly are, especially female rap artists are constantly um, like 
put in small print on those flyers. Like I'm always shocked at how little the city girls are on flyers or like Saweetie or like these people have hits. Right. And then Megan the Stallion on Boston Calling was like second line under like And people were saying she should be headlining. She she's a bigger I feel like you sell more tickets. Like it's just smarter. Like why why is she like tiny font? But then Doja Cat is the big font headliner of Coachella Day Three. Coachella. So Coachella. She, I keep she going. was born in Tarzana. Uh, California neighborhood of Los Angeles California but soon after her birth I think they moved to New York City um, uh, Rye New York Rye New York yeah. fascinating yeah I don't know but good for Doja Cat and my girl Lana Del Rey also headlining um, and Ooh. Tyler Tyler the creator headlining Coachella speaking of Lana Del Rey Lana Del Rey is appearing in a new campaign for Kim Kardashian's Skims line she sure is did you see it I saw it and I shared it I shared it within one second I put this in dirty on the 30 because I'm like I know Spose is a Lana Del Rey fan and I'm sure he would appreciate this campaign uh, she said I've been a big fan of Skims since the beginning so being featured in their Valentine's campaign is so exciting. In one of the photos, Lana's dressed up in a light blue lingerie set complete with opera gloves and bows in her hair, posing in a heart-shaped box. Um, there's a behind-the-scenes sultry video. Is that what you shared? I did sh- also share a behind-the-scenes sultry video, yes. Uh, to her song, Honeymoon. And uh, it's a Valentine's Day mood, if you're looking for that I mean, kind of vibe. Additional shout out to Kim Kardashian for kind of being like visionary with who she chooses to do the like modeling for these because I forget there's been some other ones. I mean, she did like a Jenny McCarthy, Carmen Electra one, which is like a throwback for any dude who was in the 90s. But to do Lana Del Rey, to have it be Lana, who I has never done anything like this, but everybody loves. It's a good call. Also, smart. Pretty good timing with the lineup literally just dropping for Coachella and she's headlining and then boom, you get this campaign for Skims. Right. And she was like sneaking new music. Yeah. I love Lana Del Rey's. I actually loved Lana Del Rey's music and I didn't even really know what she looked like. And then one day I saw her and I was like, oh my God, she's like the hottest woman alive. Okay. What? I wish Tara was here to discuss this because she went to the Madonna concert uh, in Boston at the TD Garden. Two New York City men are actually suing Madonna and Live Nation for starting her Brooklyn show late because because they had to get up early the next day. Uh, show scheduled to start at 8.30 p.m. Didn't end up starting until 10.30 p.m., which was the same experience that Tara had. She had to leave early and was like, the show was still going on well until like 1 a.m. That is strange when you're like that experienced a performer to not be on. Like Drake's on right when Drake said he was supposed to be on. Like, Even it's Travis like, Scott was on right when we thought Travis Scott was going to come uh, on. Yeah, I mean, as a performer myself, like I'm not doing Madonna level things, but like you just do the day with the plan that you're going to hit at this moment. And if anything's disorganized, then you have like a disorganized group of people running a show. However, these dudes suing Madonna are soft as hell. Well, according to the lawsuit, uh, the late start uh, constitutes a exercise in false advertising, negligent misrepresentation, and unfair and deceptive trade practices. The concert ended after 1 a.m., and afterward, they were, quote, confronted with limited public transportation, limited ride sharing, and increased public and private transportation costs at that late hour. And they got to walk home through bed or whatever. Yeah, so when the New York City shows went down back in December, fans took to social media to voice their displeasure at waiting for the Queen of Pop, which was the same experience that happened here in Boston. I wish Tara was here because she was mentioning that on TikTok, uh, people were talking about how they blame the New York shows on like a sound issue and they were blaming the Boston show on some sort of issue, but it came out where there was like, you know how they put the run of show up in the dressing room or mm, like mm. here's what time the 
openers are on. Somebody took a picture of that and it went viral and it was 10.30 p.m. Madonna on stage. So Wait, it wasn't what? like... Like it's intentional? Yeah, like it was an intentional late start. So Why? they to were sell beer or something? Sell shirts? I think it's just the Madonna is like, I'm Madonna and I create this mystery and I show up when I show up and you will wait for me. I'm a diva type deal. That is not good. But that's what they were saying is like, okay, you can't chalk it up to uh, sound, sound issues. issues or this. Just be honest. Like we're when going you on have it. the schedule printed out. Also, it's like just if you're going on at 1030, just tell everybody. Like what's the, what's the point? There must so, be some sort of reason behind it, but... Uh, uh, it'll be interesting. Like that'll that'll open up the door. I feel like for a lot of lawsuits if they win. This performer was late, and oh yeah, especially at a TD Garden. Like you're uh, late, you miss that train on the way out. The last train's like eleven something. Eleven fifteen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's your dirty on the thirty. It's hot radio, man. Hot mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Yeah, every morning past few days since it's just been me i've been bribing people to to keep me company yes yeah, so, to call in and talk to you yeah just just keep me company but i'm glad you're here today um and i've been bribing them with a boogie tickets we're still going to do the a boogie tickets today while we're commercial free february 9th cross insurance center he is going to be performing there uh we had him for a hot summer a few years ago and that's the first time i saw him perform live and he crushed it did i didn't go but i saw like a video of him doing i think his song's called water maybe yep. or drowning drowning Something, something aquatic. Yep. And uh, the crowd looked the, the, sick. The, the moshing of the crowd uh, was very uh, reminded me of the Travis Scott show that I just went to. To be honest, like kids were going crazy for that. It was a lot of shirtless fourteen-year-old boys. <laughs> I don't know if there, the, that was kind of an anomaly to Travis Scott. I was like, what is going on <laughs> yeah, here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but we have A Boogie tickets, and we want to know how you celebrated your 21st birthday. If you didn't have a 21st birthday, just tell us how you celebrated your last 21st birthday. Or your last birthday, excuse me. <laughs> My second 21st birthday. No, 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 I'm saying if you're not 21 I'm yet s- and you want these tickets, just tell us how you celebrated your last birthday. But uh, reason being is in a recent interview, they were talking to Olivia Rodrigo, and she's turning 21 February 20th. So next month they asked what she's going to be doing and she said uh probably just a small party with friends and pop some champagne she's getting drunk so what did you do for your 21st birthday shoot us a text give us a call <laughs> 207-807-1104 you'll be in the running for a boogie tickets suppose what did you do for your 21st birthday <laughs> so i remember it's the summertime so my birthday's july 1st okay so it's party central in the middle of the summer jealous um, it is a great time Hey, I recommend moving your birthday. I'm just going to start celebrating my half birthday. Yes, that would be way more fun. I heard that's what they do for kids in school nowadays. They celebrate half birthday if they're during summer vacation. So they have everybody oh. gets to celebrate a birthday in school. I never got fair. that. That's like a um, participation trophy. The MAGAs don't like that. Yeah, no. They don't like that. <laughs> but I heard that's what they're doing these days. Your birthday's in August. You don't get a birthday. Um one time I was in school on my birthday, July 1st, but it was, I was in Massachusetts and we had like, uh, I went, I lived there for like a year and we had, um, so many snow days that I was there on my birthday. Anyways, 21st birthday, I was in Wells, Maine and obviously I turned 21 at midnight. Yep. And so like, I didn't even wait till like the night of being, cause alcohol stops at 1am. So you had an hour. I had an hour when I turned 21 and there's this, there was one place where everybody went in Wells, Maine, in a gunkwit, Maine, in a gunkwit is, was Vinny's. Okay. And it's, it's now like a ski, it's liquid dream surf shop now, but it was like, they called it hip hop night, but it was really like reggaeton, like era, you know, Sean Paul and like Mims and like whatever. It was a terrible era in music, to be honest. (laughs) It was awful. But at midnight, I 
go there. Um, and I think the first thing I drank, admittedly, I'd been drinking for many years at this point, <laughs> but I first thing I drank legally was a some sort of like um, Long Island iced tea, but it was called like a stegosaurus or something. It was like some sort of dinosaur name. And I drank like two of them in this amount of time and I okay. was wasted. And I was talking to a group of friends who are older than me. So they're there and we're like, oh, I'm in. Like I'm finally in at Vinny's. This is like the spot everybody goes on. Like it was Wednesday too. That was my birthday was on a Wednesday and that was their hip hop night. And I'm standing there in a circle and Vinny, the guy who owns Vinny's, who actually was like my lacrosse coach in high school, is standing there and we're all in a circle. And I'm gone. I don't remember this, but I was told this. I just am talking and like you're standing outside, I spit on the floor just casually mid conversation. Not even like I'm mad, but I was inside. I get kicked out. (laughs) (laughs) I was 21 for like an hour. I was 45 minutes before I got kicked out. So I didn't even make it one hour. Your first legal hour of being in a bar. And then I was banned. So I had to pretend I went back every week after that, but I said I was like a different, I don't remember how I got in. I was like, uh, oh, 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 they told him I was Spose. They told, that was was Spose, Spose banned. So Ryan, my real name was allowed. Oh, Ryan, you got it. All right, what did you do on your 21st birthday? Uh, for me, um, I was living in Alston. In, oh, yeah, I've in, lived there. In Massachusetts. Admittedly, before midnight, because same deal, went out mm-hmm. at midnight. Mm-hmm. There, I got an extra hour because you can go till 2. Right. So, admittedly, we had been drinking prior to me officially turning 21. And uh, so, we already had a nice buzz going by the time it was midnight and hit the bar. And I remember my first drink was Mind Erasers. We all did mind erasers. Wow. And it was, it was, uh, doesn't sound smart. I now remember mine was called a pterodactyl. <laughs> That's so what I drank. You had the pterodactyl. You I had mind erasers. Like, what erasers. is going to ruin this? And my mind was pretty much erased. And I remember, uh, I've untagged myself from photos on Facebook that my friends thought were funny to put up from that night. From that night. <laughs> but I was wearing a Corey Dillon, uh, Cincinnati Bengals jersey. And uh, the night ended with uh, us just doing shots of pickle juice. And there's like video of that. Straight up pickle juice? No. No. It wasn't like the the pickleback shots. Just like out of the jar from our fridge after the bar closed. (laughs) Because you're drunk. Because we were drunk. Yeah. And then me uh, proceeding, lived in a house with nine guys to do an MTV Crib style interview for our house. And at that, that night, at that night after, and then the video is somewhere we floating need the around. Video. <laughs> we need that video. Um, next by next Friday, I need to yeah. resurface that video. Did you? Where did you go in Alston? I remember this bar that was next to like the liquor store that was like the like sports bar that I would uh, I forget what it's called, but it was so trashy. So and I was there so often. There was like a strip of bars right on the main street where the tea would go, and there was like Spikes Hot Dogs, which we would crush the Spikes Hot Love Dogs. Love Spikes. And then I want to say I can't remember the exact name, like White Horse or Stable or something like that. Yeah, it was was, it was I lived right up it. the street there. I lived on the next street over behind Shaw's. There was like a Shaw's on Harvard Ave or something. And I yeah. lived like so right there. So we lived there. a little further up on the line, like a little further, like maybe a couple stops. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was like city. right at the, right near that kind of like intersection that we're talking about. Yeah. Um, and it was a drunken time. It was, it was debauchery. Yeah. 207-807-1104. We want to hear about your it's t- debauchery. Debauchery. Sorry. I just had to Tara Fox it. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sure I messed up on a ton of stuff the past few days that she hasn't been here. So somebody needs to I've keep me I've been keeping in check. A notes in my notes app. <laughs>
Casey from Saka, what did you do on your 21st? My 21st, I found out that I was pregnant a week prior. Oh, no. I stayed out until the club closed, and I had one little glass of wine, maybe a sip, and ended up throwing it up everywhere. But I made sure to dance the night away at Pearl and Oasis. <laughs> I'm so glad you still had fun. Was that yes. your, I assume that was your first kid? Yes. And you were like, oh, crap, I'm pregnant a week before my 21st birthday. But yeah, I was I was not thrilled, but he's a blessing and I love him. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. You could still love your kid and still be like, damn it, I was I was about to be 21 and, Turn and up. raging. <laughs> I had big plans, big plans. <laughs> well, I'm glad you still got out there and got after, at least on the dance floor. I had to. Joe in Rochester, how did you celebrate your 21st? I was in the Navy and we pulled into a small little French island called New Caledonia. Okay. There's about four of us. Some people were on the way that turned 21, and we pulled in, and we had a rager at a party at a beautiful hotel, and then woke up naked on the beach with two ladies. <laughs> Bro! <laughs> what is this, a movie? That sounds amazing. Yo, <laughs> it is wild, though, that in the military, you you do end up in these, like, really amazing, crazy places. Sometimes you end up in terrible places, but, like, uh, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Nice. Fun time. Did you speak any French? Do you have to speak French? You were just... Okay, cool. What hey. was it? What was the island called? New Caledonia, a small little French island in the Pacific Ocean. They all they all spoke the language of love. That's how they ended up on the beach together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Mary and Acton, how did you celebrate your twenty first birthday? I was very fortunate. My twenty first fell when Eminem and Jay Z were doing their tour, and me and my best friend drove to Yankee Stadium in the Bronx to watch their show. Oh my wow. god! Epic. That was they only did like five shows. Yeah, it was the best show I've ever gone to, and it was like a constant surprise. All the surprise performers to see the G Unit, Fifty Cent, D Twelve was all there. It, I mean, it was awesome. Oh my you know, god! B, I mean, I don't, I don't think I can top that. No, you can't. Uh, that year, I think that was like 2010. Am I right? Or 2011? It was 2010. Yeah. And that was the year my like I had a song on the radio and I was like temporarily rich. And I remember <laughs> me and my friend Cam Groves were going to fly to Detroit to see that. And then for because yeah. we couldn't do the New York one for some reason. And then we ended up doing none of them. So I'm glad at least you got to witness because I think those are probably my two favorite rappers. If I had, you know, maybe Biggie or whatever. But like, uh, I would have loved to see that. So that's so dope. Oh, it, it really was. It was worth the drive. We drove. It was my first concert. The Whoa. Going to New York. Holy crap. I, you got to just stop going to concerts after that because uh, the bar is just set way too high. <laughs> Wait, 21st birthday, um, first time in New York, first concert all in the same day is wild. Yes, and we took the subway and got lost. We, we experienced the whole shebang. We thought we were going to drive home that night and, and realized that you can't drive to New York and back in one day. You can't drink there, though, unless you were 25. Oh, no. So that was the kicker. So we could go. But we couldn't drink. I feel like you could drink if you were 21, but you had to have like a New York ID. Like they didn't let out of state IDs. Yeah, till you're like 25. 25, right? Yes, I, I think you're correct on yeah. that. I feel like in that scenario, I would have like gone to every person around me and be, asked them to like buy me one. <laughs> you know, it was kind of like that, but in the same sense, you know, I wanted to remember this show. If right, I drank, right. Like I, I'm there. I spent all that money. I'm there. I'm invested. I want to remember everything. But it is funny though. You're 25. 
21st birthday, you're finally legal to drink, and you go to the one place that they're like, nah, you have to be 25 here. <laughs> yeah, that was a little bit of a letdown, but you know, hey, you can go out drinking after that. You can't go to the show after that. Right. So. Do you remember it's like what? Bit. Do you remember like what they ended the show with? Like what songs they did last? Um, Jay Z was the last performer, but I don't remember what the last show was. I can go look it up online or whatever, but I was just thinking it was fascinating. No, I. I'm- couldn't tell you that honestly by the end we were having a good time what did you do on your 21st birthday on the text good morning guys this is jessica from bangor on my 21st birthday i was in the hospital in labor with my first son he was born an hour and 18 minutes after midnight so his birthday is technically the day after mine wow oh man so she was in the hospital in labor during her 21st and then the next day had the kid Oh my God, that is not the ragingest 21st birthday. And it's, you would want the kid's birthday to be on your birthday though, right? Would you? Right? I don't know. I guess you don't want anybody to steal your birthday, but like. It'd be a pretty epic birthday weekend though when it falls Friday, Saturday. Sure. Chelsea and Lewiston, how did you celebrate your 21st birthday? Well, I went out to eat and then I ended up going to two different bars and uh, me and my friend couldn't wait to get home to use the bathroom. So we went to go. Now go outside and pop a squat, and I fell down the hill. Too drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you wish you didn't remember it. Actually, I don't. I don't remember the rest. <laughs> Where'd you go for dinner? We went to Applebee's. Oh, uh. do you know about the pass? Do you know about the two hundred dollar pass? <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan. No, you're not gonna do. Oh, you're not a fan of Applebee's. You don't think you'd spend thirty bucks a week there? No, their food's too bland. Too bland. You need more seasoning. Fair enough. Yeah, for sure. Are you an A Boogie fan? A huge fan. All right, let's make this happen. We're going to hook you up with a pair of tickets. Awesome. Thank you. Hey, February 9th, Cross Insurance Center. You're making your way up to Bangor. Congrats. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Ticket giveaway is made hot in Maine by Get Some Medical Cannabis. In front of Pins and Needles on St. John Street all this month. Get two edibles for the price of one. Get some. Another one that we got on the text celebrated my 21st birthday at Pat's Pizza in Sanford. Do you know the establishment? R.I.P. Yeah, now it's a weed store, but it's, uh, yeah, I played one of the worst shows of my life at Pat's Pizza, like my first year ever doing music, like New Year's Eve. Oh, wow. And my guitarist quit in the middle of the show. Why was it so bad? Like bad crowd? It was a snowstorm, New Year's Eve. uh, And then the fact that a band member quit and we had to like end the show... Also makes it a bad show. It's terrible. Because it was like New Year's Eve and it's like we had to keep playing. And I kept like calling audibles. Like I was like, oh, let's like we had a set list. I'm like, let's play this instead now. And and he was just like, oh, and like after I did it a couple of times, like threw up his arms and it was like. So it was your fault he quit. I mean, (laughs) that's emotional. I don't know. Hot mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. It's Hot Radio Main Hot Mornings, Ryan Delon. No Tara Fox. She's going to be uh, back on Tuesday of next week, but we still have Spose in here on- She's going to be back a- on Tuesday next week? Oh, yeah. You know she needs a vacation from the vacation, so she's taking Monday off. Bro, this a kid- travel day. This kid, I'm telling you, <laughs> there is no person on earth with more vacation time than Tara Fox, <laughs> who is getting paid radio money- and somehow is on a cruise to friggin I don't know what Mexico Which, Belize yeah is she is that where is she going to those spots because she's on a cruise or she got a side hustle that we don't know about that allows she her better to be selling drugs she better be selling drugs dude it makes no sense Tara Fox how old would you be if you were born January nineteenth nineteen ninety two so if you were born in nineteen ninety two today was your birthday how old would you be. 32 32 
No. I think you're right. That 30, was an, Yeah, maybe 32. That was a number that I came up with. I just wasn't sure if I was right. We're we're not mathers. <laughs> I didn't have to take math in college. So Yeah. That was not a requirement for Emerson College. Uh <laughs> Yeah, you just I've been I've been to some stuff at Emerson College. It's like we're doing a half nude 8 a.m. uh artistic interpretation of what it feels like to be a woman yeah people ask me what it was like to go to emerson college i'm like it's kind of like summer camp and here's a fun fact about the college they're the first college that had a i want to say it's quidditch team quidditch yeah from harry potter yeah so they legit had a team and they would go out on the boston common and they would play quidditch but i've seen harry potter and i just i don't just so they're just running with brooms between their legs trying to grab a a ball that's not flying around yeah bro it's kind of like a i've imagined it being like a cross from like the uh not dungeon and dragons but when they go out in the fields and they're fighting with the swords larping is that what it's (laughs) called called larping (laughs) mix of that they had a team at yeah emerson college big larping quidditch vibes for sure no football team i wanted to go there so bad though because i was like i'm gonna be an artist i'm gonna be a no football team but they had a quidditch team i will say the homies i had who went to emerson though because i went to suffolk which is like right next to it right with no personality whatsoever it's like we didn't have a football team either but we also had nothing um you guys at least had weird artsy vibes but we um the people i did know who went to emerson a couple of them are very successful like film industry yeah they call it the emerson mafia there's a they've it's a lot of random people in interesting positions that have uh gone to school there yeah you go straight from uh, you you have the opportunity to go straight from like emerson to interning at sony or working at hot radio main yeah yeah. All right. So I was asking you uh, the birthday question because uh, that's uh, Mac Miller's birthday. Today would have been his 30. Oh, wow. He would have been 32. 32. So, so young. I'm going to throw it back and play uh, some Mac Miller to end the show. Wow. Uh, appreciate you hanging out. Pleasure to be your Tara Fox for this uh, fine Friday. And when she gets back from her 17th vacation of the year, um, I look forward to seeing you guys both next. Oh, I won't be here next week, but the week after. Right. My birthday week, you've taken off. I guess. Yeah, I can't. It's and, too much fun. It makes sense. I can't have fun like that. It's been really weird having you sit in Tara's seat because she doesn't ever look me in the face. Uh, and you every, and I just look at you. Every talk break, you're staring right at me, which is what normal people in conversation do. Yeah, no, people who are on vacation all year, they like to just kind of look at their um, Stanley Cup. And their planner. So their Planner, yeah. <laughs> we love you, Tara. Yeah, she'll be back on Tuesday. And here's uh, here's some Mac Miller, some throwback Mac Miller. R.I.P. To, uh, to celebrate what would have been his 32nd birthday. It's Hot Radio Maine. Uh, morning. It's hot. Good morning. Boom. 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 It's gonna feel real good, alright? Most dope. <laughs>